Hello, and welcome to House on 1500. This is episode 41. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> good. So good. It, good, good. It is today is January 15th. So we are halfway through January. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We had a nice little break, and we'll try and get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, has it ever been regularly scheduled? Never. Our our regularly attempted scheduling. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) Yeah. Annie's got her topic today, so I'll start with high lows and then go M and N. Yeah. 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 Okay, so my low are, I know we said we can pick one, but I'm doing two, and they'll Good. be fast. Because <laughs> one of my lows turned into a high, so it's okay. I'll start. All right, so work was super hard this last mm. week, like in the in the sad way hard, not yeah. physically demanding hard. I mean, it was also that, but sometimes mm-hmm. life is just really unfair, and yeah. I do a lot of death. I do a lot of death mm-hmm. in my work because the babies that I take care of are incredibly sick. But, and don't anybody come at me. I mean, you're welcome to, but <laughs> death is not always the worst thing. Yeah. Um, you know, some of these babies, there really was no other outcome, but we tried for a really long time. And so then their death is more of a release, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or they're, you know, so it's, most of my death, I would say, is still tragic for the families, um, but not unexpected. Yeah. Um, sure. But sometimes it is not that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is a normal delivery and a normal baby and a normal pregnancy. And 16 hours later, they are not here anymore. And that is mm-hmm. super unfair. And I cried a lot I cried a lot yeah Um, I just it just really affected me this week which I guess proves that I do not have a cold dead heart Um, (laughs) but it was hard it was just hard Um, it just felt really unfair but that is also just part of my job sometimes I am grateful that it is not that kind of death all the time I might have to get a different job (laughs) <laughs> if it was that kind of right. death as frequently yeah. as there's the other kinds. Anyway, yeah. so that was a big fat low this week. That was yeah, really that is tough. really low. But and my other low is not nearly as significant because <laughs> that was pretty significant. <laughs> it but it turned into a high. We are going to Hawaii tomorrow. However, Yay. there it was a big question mark on whether or not we were going because I needed to test my daughter. I don't know if you guys have heard of this thing called coronavirus. This <laughs> thing. Yeah, we're new. We, it's Luckily. new. I know you might not know what I'm talking about, but we had to get her tested. And also, I also don't know if you've heard of this thing called Omicron variant, but yeah. it is kind of everywhere. And I was feeling like it might not be possible for her to test negative for us mm. to go on said trip. But when we made plans, I was unaware that Omicron would be peaking currently in my state when right. we needed to test. Right. So it has been, I know. You I don't know where my crystal ball was. Right. It was broken. I didn't, I didn't foresee this happening. <laughs> um, so it's been weighing on me 
pretty heavily for the last couple weeks as like the numbers have increased and like I'm not concerned about her getting sick I was concerned about her not being sick but testing positive and right. us not being able to go so yeah. um but she tested yesterday and she's freaking negative yay <laughs> and I can't tell you how relieved I am so because she she's constantly been asking me for like years to wear matching dresses but we don't have any so I had bought us matching dresses for Hawaii I also bought us matching swimsuits for Hawaii she's gonna love it so much and then in my head and my heart I was like but what if we don't get to wear them like (laughs) but we do so that has turned into my high now we get to go tomorrow and everybody is fine and it is fine and it is a miracle because our positivity rate of the people tested is almost 40 percent, which means that it is higher than that because people are not not everybody's testing which is super fine but that just means our positivity rate is higher than that (laughs) yeah it's kind of a miracle and i am that's exciting hooray hooray anyway so that's me what about you em um okay so part of a law this week was enacted because of the omicron variant because it prohibited another part of that same law from being viable anymore but it's kind of like a like a like a safety measure was kicked in and basically the people who had enacted who were authorized to enact the safety measure decided that they were interpreting the law differently than everybody else had ever interpreted the law (laughs) and they were moving the goalpost Hmm. which honestly Mm -hmm. is up to like that safety measure is up to them right so they did they were able to do that but that's not the statement that they put out when they enacted the safety measure yeah. So it made it look like the schools weren't following the rules, but then the schools had talked to these people without telling anybody else. And those people were like, oh, yeah, you could interpret the law that way if you want. Mm. And so <clears throat> instead of clarifying their statement, they just, it to what looked like everybody else, made it look like the schools could just do whatever they wanted and ignore the law. Sure. So, but the the high of this was, is I was in communication with one of the school, this is probably so boring for everybody else, whatever. I was in a communication with one of the school board and he is a friend of mine. And at first, the night that it happened, I was like, oh, we're probably not friends anymore. Because I was texting him and I was like, what in the great world are you guys doing over there? And I was right. more tactful than that. But essentially, yeah. yeah. And in the morning, he was just like defending himself. And but by the end, I was like, you know what? I was wrong in this case. Not necessarily because I misinterpreted things, but, but because, because there was information uh, you did not know. Correct. Yeah. There was information I did not know. Um, by the end of it, he and I were on friendly terms again and we were able to joke. And I actually think going forward, our interactions, if things like this happen will be more fruitful and more effective and we'll both give each other some grace because he is able to see that I am able to like when I get more information and if I find out I'm wrong, I'm quickly able to acknowledge that. Right. So 
it was good, but I was really mad for a while. I still don't <laughs> like how it happened, but it still <laughs> falls within the law. So that just means yeah. we have to get the law changed, which sure. I know how to do. So I feel <laughs> empowered again. So there we go. <clears throat> oh, that is a very long week, though. It's a long yeah, it's, a- it's like a long yeah. 24 hours. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. it ended on good terms. And you are um, a rare unicorn in that you are an adult <laughs> who can admit when they did not have all of the information for the judgment that they came to. Right? Like that right. is that is a common thing. Most people do not have all the information right. for the judgments that they come to. But even when they gain new information, most people dig in their heels and be like, don't care. I'm still right, right. This, you know, because on principle, you still don't like what happened. Right. So it's right. still very easily could you could be like, no, this is still not OK. Yeah. But you have worked real hard. I'm just saying that you're a unicorn and I'm proud to know that you're <laughs> my unicorn. Thank you. <laughs> I will accept that compliment of unicorniness. <laughs> unicorniness? You uni- unification? No. Unicornification? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I don't. Now no, we're just no, crazy no. talk. I was normal talk, and you're just crazy talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's a unicorn, so she doesn't have to talk normal. What are you talking well, about? Yeah, there you go. See? Fine, you make up your own words. Yeah. I will. Yeah, that's right. And she right. did. Well, Annie, what have mm. you got? Because mine was like super hard, <laughs> and Emily's was really impactful. So, not to leave it up. I know, yeah. No, no, mine is this it's the same thing that is a high and a low. So I got um I applied for an e-design um job with Havenly. And so I got accepted and I'm just in the process of training and it has kicked my trash because how long the training was. (laughs) Oh so 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 long. But at the same point, I really like what I'm learning. It's just taking me a day and forever to move things along. So I probably won't Mm. make any money for a good little while because Mm. it just takes a second. So, but um, yeah, so, but it's fun. I enjoy, I enjoy what I'm learning and doing and the little tips and the programs. And so it'll just help me in the future. Um, But yeah, so it's just been very time consuming. Mm. So yeah, I can see how that's high and low. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But I'm really yeah. proud of you for trying something new. Putting yeah, yourself thanks. in an uncomfortable position and trying yeah. to like learn for different sure. skills. Yeah. I think it'll be really great later. Yeah. Like it I, will yeah, be. Yeah. I think right now yeah. I agree that it's just a pretty steep learning curve. But you're a smart cookie. You'll figure and, it out. And I don't and I'm not staring at a computer for that long normally yeah. in my life. So mm-hmm. that has been a big investment. Like the way I'm sitting at the computer and then I finally got my kids like blue light glasses. So that helps a little bit, but I'm mm-hmm. usually like on the computer for a little bit and then I'm out and about and doing. So just being sedentary like that was not my favorite, but yeah. But now that think- your training is done, there's yeah. not going to be that yeah. like length of time in front of a computer I again, hope, right? I hope not. I hope not. Like, so I can see it being some, a little bit longer for sure. a good little while until I get more comfortable with the program and get some shortcuts in place and stuff like that. So it'll be good though. Is it like a base rate and then you get commission or is it just strictly commission? Yeah. So it is a base rate plus commission. So they have 
Um, preferred vendors, and then just depending on what tier those vendors are in, depends on how much percentage I get. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be like paying off our mortgage with any of this stuff. Right. But it will be just nice to have, you know, something I can do at home and have some flexibility and, and, you know, fit yeah. it in with the other design stuff that I have going on. And so it's good. Yeah, that's. Are you still doing going to be doing your personal design stuff? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I will. Yeah. So we'll see. There's just a lot of like, we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All right. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll get on topic. All right. Okay. We are back. All right. So this, I had a really hard time picking my topic. It was hard. I don't know why, (laughs) but so here we go. So my topic is I've kind of started following this lady. um, Her name is Colleen Christensen and she has a no food rules is what her Instagram handle is. And I was first introduced to her just through someone who had reposted and it was running about. So she had one picture of someone holding all this candy And then, and it said like, oh, I can't, if I have one, I'm going to have them all. And then the next picture was, um, I can have as many as I want, but will I feel good afterwards, you know? And so kind of like intrigued me a little bit. And so I kind of want to talk about the diet culture because it is a big fat prevalence in our lives. And I have really liked just following her posts because I think the number one thing at kind of detoxing from diet culture is just recognizing when it is and when it's happening. So I had, our mom came out and visited me. So I live in Colorado and she had just made a comment about leather leggings and how she could never wear them because of her body size and shape. Oh, really? And I said, said, no, 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 no. You could wear them if you wanted to. And she's like, no, but I don't think they'll look good on me. And I was like, well, who do you think they'll look good on? She's like, well, someone thinner. And I'm like, that is a big fat myth. Yeah. (laughs) And so I pulled up some other ladies on the internet that were of a larger size that were wearing leather leggings. I'm like, do do you think she doesn't look good in this? And she's like, no, she does. I'm like, yeah, but she's not skinny. So. Well, and let's be clear. Mom is right. not, no. not unhealthy. Like, no. how, do I, how do I make this? Right. She's not a rail, but she is not no. unhealthy. Like, I don't know. No. She looks great. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm no. trying to say. <laughs> yeah. and, so that's, and so to me, I just said that's, that's just a diet culture myth that yeah. you have to be a certain size in order for clothes to look good on you. And necessarily, and I have some, not me personally, but just experiences with some things where skinny doesn't mean healthy. It is not an equation yeah. to health. And right. so you can't have someone who's very skinny and they are very unhealthy. And so um, it's been, just been really good. It's just kind of really, so now I'm just kind of whenever I feel like a certain thought or I see a certain thing that size matters or it needs to be this size for it to matter, I am just starting to kind of question it, you know, like, oh, is that really true? So I read this book, not all the way, because I'm not really into this kind of book, because it's a very informational book only, but it's called More Than Just a Body. Ah, I was just going to talk about that. Oh, have you read it? No, but my neighbor has, and she said it was life 
changing. She has recommended it to everybody. And there's been little, she's shared little quotes and little things about it. And it sounds amazing. Yeah. And that, and that's where I heard someone else had read it and was starting to repost just some quotes from it. What is this book? And one of my takeaways from that is she talks about how, A, first of all, the health industry or the beauty industry is a business for sure. So they want people Mm -hmm. to feel like they have to buy into this product or buy into a size and always gaining, trying to go after that unachievable, unachievable goal, or at least in the way that they suggest. So that's something to keep in mind that it's not necessarily for your benefit, but they're always throwing these things that you need to have and you need to do. And, but she just said, just think about if 50% of the population is so consumed with their beauty, their looks, their size, just think about what they could do with their time and their energy. If they weren't focused on any of that, right. That is so true. We spend so much time obsessing and thinking about guilting, shaming. Like what if we just weren't doing that and we were focusing on all these other things that would totally benefit ourselves and the society that we're in. So I loved that quote. And then the last one from that is it's, it's said on there. Um, it's not that men can age gracefully or they age better. It's just that they get, they are allowed to age. And right. Yeah women's and says the lady folk we aren't allowed air quotes to age that we need to always maintain a look of youth and you know anyway so that those two like quotes have really like shaken the hold of diet culture on me and so then I was more open and apt to listening to this Instagram lady um and just have really liked it I'm not perfect obviously these are ingrained into our lives at a very young age but what are your initial thoughts before I move on to my next little thing what do you guys think um obviously I agree I think and and I've had with my friend she's she references it a lot and bless Mm -hmm. her little heart she has struggled real hard with her body image specifically over the last couple years and it's like so to watch her be freed up by Mm -hmm. this book has been so like I'm just so happy for her and it's not like she doesn't still get into the trap and it's not like she's you know perfect but like just to allow her the space to be like how does my body feel Mm -hmm. like how do I want to feel in my body not how does my body look you know like what does my body allow me to do what makes me feel better you know like what Mm -hmm. what things what foods do I eat that make my body feel better what foods do I eat or what habits do I have that allow me more energy you know, to think about all that her body can do versus how her body appears sure. is just very freeing. And so I have loved watching her love herself more and gain this freedom from this book. I just have yet to read it. But as, yeah. a, as a group of friends, we were talking about it and they were talking about how like when they bend over, they realize that they like suck in their stomach. Cause they don't mm. want their stomach to pooch out when they bend over. Like it's a subconscious thought and sure. that like I, my jaw nearly fell to the floor. I was like, you do yeah. what? Yeah. Like I, I don't think I've ever thought that. And I was trying mm-hmm. to think, I'm like subconsciously, do I like suck in when I bend mm-hmm. over? Like, and I was like, I don't, I don't think I do. <laughs> but I also know that I, I think we've discussed it before. I have an overinflated 
view of what my body looks like than mm. what it really does. Like I, mm. so that when I then see a picture, I am surprised because the image mm-hmm. I have of myself is not an image that the picture reflects. And sure. so, which I mean, I guess is fine. That's fine. Until then I see a picture. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't know that that's how that looked on me. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so I just know that every woman has different levels of this, but I think you're right. Like, I think it's just so prevalent in how at such early ages, how we look, there is a school board in a school district in Georgia that is going to be, they they said they would be providing bras and shapewear to their middle high, their junior high girls because girls with poor body image have depression. I was like, and you think giving Um, a 12 year old shapewear isn't going to have, or what do you hear yourself? Like I, I may or may not have lost it about that. Yeah, I was like, what totally is missing. happening? Yeah, that's just so ridiculous. And the fact that girls even have to care about. They're like 12. No, that's just. You and, your, you and your 12-year-old muffin top are perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. Like right. I just, but half of the parents thought it was a great idea. Half oh of these goodness. mothers probably because they like shapewear, yeah. right? Like they think it makes them feel better about their bodies. So why not give that right. to their 12-year-old girl? And in my head, my mind is exploding. Right. Well, and to be fair, right, I don't think there's anything wrong in no. buying beauty products or buying shapewear or doing Absolutely things that not. make you feel good and confident. But it shouldn't be, I need to look or, or whatever, show up a certain way to be have value, right? Well, I, exactly. That was my point. I was going to say, you can like the way yes. that these beauty yep. pod- products make you feel, you can like the mm-hmm. way that they make you look, but your value should not be based on how you look. Your value shouldn't be whether or not you have a muffin top mm-hmm. or you, you know, but if you like the shapewear and you like the makeup and you like the clothes and you know, like that's, that's fine. You want to dress to make yourself feel good. Right. right. But it shouldn't be conditional of your depression. Meaning when sure. you take that makeup off and that shaper off, yes, you should not uh, like all of a sudden feel depressed. If sure. that's happening, then the shapewear and the makeup is doing nothing, but yeah. hide, but masking an issue that you Agreed. need to address. Agreed. Absolutely. And it was interesting because I had a friend who recently looked like she'd lost weight and I wanted so desperately to comment on it, but that's usually what in this book, more than body. Yes. That's one of the first things we always do is like, Oh my gosh, you look amazing. What did you do? Like all the things instead of, talking about something else that's not related to their body because then that person thinks, okay, they didn't think I looked great before. Yeah. And if I gain the weight back, then I know how they, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's sure. supposed to be a compliment, it, it's focusing on the wrong. The wrong. So can, well, you, and I, can you say that somebody looks healthy, that they look really healthy? Well, you or can say, I, I think you could say, oh, wow. It looks like you've made some, not even wow, but it looks like you've made some changes in your life. I really want to hear mm-hmm. like, what, yeah. what have you learned sure. recently? Sure. Right. You Maybe. do want to acknowledge their efforts <laughs> and their change, yeah. you know, and that's, I don't know, but I don't know. That's I've had spot. it. Yeah. I've, I've had that experience before <laughs> where I lost weight and somebody said, wow, I, oh, you, you look so good. Um, me and so-and-so mm-hmm. were talking about how you had gained a lot of weight. Oh. It's so nice to see you looking like this. Oh, oh. they did not. Oh. And I just kind of laughed and, and they were like, what? And I said, oh, I don't think you meant that the way you oh. said it. 
And they said, oh, no, I did. Oh, oh. oh okay. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. That's implying that the way that you looked before was not acceptable. It was not okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Like, that's just awful. That is awful. But that's the diet culture. That is thin is always better at whatever cost and whatever you have to sacrifice and give up. So along those lines, there is, so this lady calling, she has a no food rules, right? And so she, I really like her because um, she just really shakes up. There are no good and bad foods. Foods are all neutral. So mm. you can have anything you want. The important thing is just checking in and seeing how it's making you feel. Yeah. Most often, if we are being conscious eating while we're eating, we're probably not going to eat as much of anything to the level that we normally do when we're not checking in. So I just wanted to, I have a little quiz. I can't give you the answers because you have to, it's one of those you have to put in your email, but I just want you guys to kind of, you can say it out loud, whatever you think it is, but just kind of, I'll give a few of them just to kind of have a gauge of where your relationship is with food or these diet rules or whatever that we have emotionally that's where my relationship is it's emotional like food that technically has no nutritional value still has value because it gives you joy and it's yeah. a way mm -hmm. to connect with people which has purpose in our lives like our life is supposed to be joyful and yeah. find those things that bring you joy so she's like there are no bad foods and so it's just a matter of, okay, how did I feel after I ate that? You know, do I, am I eating past fullness? You know, just really checking in with yourself. And sure. so then you're not, then you're not feeling any guilt for eating yeah. whatever, because, oh, this purpose of this food was just to bring me joy. And I loved every minute of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, enjoyable. So I just really love that. It just really like has reframed a lot of my relationship with food. Okay. That's great. So here's some of these questions. Okay. I tell myself that I should or shouldn't eat certain foods. Is that every time you eat, most of the time, some of the time, or no, never, ever? Sometimes. Some of the time. Some of the time. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of where a lot of people are. Okay. I feel like I failure when I don't eat the way I think I should. Oh, no, never. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I would say on a scale of one to 10, mm -hmm. uh, one being no failure, 10 being ultimate failure. Okay. Maybe, a, I would say I'm mid. I would say I'm a five. Yeah. A five. Yeah. Okay. I base my eating decisions on my weight. If I gained weight, I eat less or follow a diet more strictly. Uh, that depends on the <sighs> week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. Well, can you say you plan to do it? I plan to do that. <laughs> like if I've gained weight, I plan to go on a diet or eat less, but I don't always yeah. fall through. So I don't know I what think, that means. I think that's what it's saying. Based because you've gained weight, you feel like you then need to change something. Oh, yes. Yep. No. I mean, okay. eventually, eventually it gets enough that I feel like I need to make yeah, sure. <laughs> but um, not like I wouldn't say like five pounds five pounds is not going to do it for me right like sure. that's not gonna <laughs> that, that doesn't tip me over the edge of being like oh I should make some changes right that's of funny. okay um I fight against my desires for certain foods and I use willpower to stop myself from eating them mm, yes every oh. time most of the time sometime never um, I, I don't fight most of it 
I just try to do moderation. I, I think I allow myself what I want. I just, I just try not to overindulge in it. Does that make sense? Like I, yeah, yeah. that's how I think. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I think I deny myself. So sometimes, sometimes, I mean, there's going to have to be a sometimes I can't be yeah. a on that. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, I use food to help me cope with negative feelings. Sometimes. Or what's the, what's the middle one? Um, <laughs> what's yeah, the one so, I mean, sometimes? Most of the time. Oh. Most of the time. So you've got every time you're eating, most oh. of the time, sometimes, no, rarely, or never. Well, it, it, it's not even I, most of the time I eat. It's just sometimes, I guess. I definitely do. Like, I definitely. I use caffeine. Does caffeine count as a food? I don't know, actually. Uh, so that's what I use. I, I would... If I, like, I'm having a bad day or a rough day, I would much prefer a, soda. a big soda diet soda so it's got no calories it has no nutrition and i'm certain it's eating my insides (laughs) but it's not technically a food because it has no calories brings you joy no it does well (laughs) it makes me avoid my feelings (laughs) but here's the thing though is i don't think there's anything wrong with this food is giving is serving me in this way which is emotional I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I feel like a lot of it's the guilt and the shame afterwards sure. that then causes us to restrict or binge or get, yeah. have an unhealthy, just being like, oh, I did that <laughs> and it had a purpose. And then you just kind of yeah. think about how it made you feel and if you'd want to repeat that again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that it counts as a food just because it's something you're ingesting, right? Like yeah. I feel like, sure. I feel like that could count. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. I agree. I agree. Um, okay. Last one. I often keep eating past the point of fullness, even when I want to stop. Never. Uh, mm, I guess it depends on the definition of fullness. I certainly have because mm-hmm. it tastes really good and it mm-hmm. makes me really happy. And I just want a little bit more. <laughs> well, I, I used to do that and then the last diet thing that I did mm-hmm. um really like shrunk my stomach and so mm-hmm. then it was really uncomfortable and then when I got COVID I literally if I ate more than half of whatever was on my plate I would feel physically ill, like want to throw up ill. Yeah. Like it would make me nauseated. And I just have never, so since November, uh-huh. never. Yeah. Before that, sometimes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh. so. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have your answers. But, <laughs> no. but what, are the, what are the final choices? Like what would it, what, is, I don't, like, what would it be telling us? I don't even. Yeah, what would I it be telling us? Telling you, let's see if I got the title. Um, let's see. Where is that title? I don't think I printed off the title. I think it's just, I think it's just you checking in with how, what your relationship is with food. And then they probably give you some tips in that. So I did have one last little thing about this. I'm going to get my paper printed off. Um, okay. So this is just how to detox from culture or diet culture. So one is social media. It's huge. So yeah. if there's any social media that you are following, and this applies to 
every category in my opinion if you felt less than mm-hmm. yeah. after watching or seeing or feeling like you need to change something just get rid of them it's just not I did this like a year ago and it was so freeing and it wasn't even that like they were good people doing good things but they were making me like I was taking away that oh I'm not doing enough in my life you know what I mean yeah. so so just delete that so if you find that there's you're following someone who's like exercise person or whatever and you're feeling the need to keep up or that you have to change to have worth like just get rid of it all you will feel so much better I think just well and can I add to that like a little asterisk is I have uh found myself not getting rid of that person but maybe not um consuming certain content that people put out for example all of the um, year reviews, the 2021 year reviews, the compilations that people put in, mm-hmm. like at the beginning of the year or the end of this year, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I watched one of them and I was just like, whoa, I did nothing like that. Mm-hmm. My family is nothing like that. Our, my mm-hmm. relationships are nothing like whatever right. it was, like my goals are nothing so yeah. I just was like, anytime I saw that, I just mm-hmm. was like, nope, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. look. And that was yeah. so... Yeah, good for me because I didn't. I mean, I would have had to got, get gotten rid of ninety percent of the people I follow because <laughs> right. they all wanted to just do that, which is fine. They can do that, and and I'm sure the app made it very easy for them to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> I just choose not to consume that. So that is also an yeah. option too. If you feel like getting some rid of someone entirely feels like that may not be the way you want to go, you can also not consume certain parts of what they produce yeah because in that instance that is a once a year situation you're going to run across versus every time you're on there or seeing their content sure yes and some of it's like I just don't want to manage my brain around that I know it's my thoughts that are creating my feelings and sometimes it's just like whoa I just it just takes too much energy so I'm not it's not even worth it to me but yes I totally agree well and another asterisk but in a different direction I think there is like you what you do and what you eat and what you look like and all of that none of that changes your value right none of it changes your worth however I do not believe that we are meant to not progress or to not change changes in our life like so if somebody is doing something that makes you feel like you need to make a change I guess it's a change for what a change because it would make you feel better in your body a change because it would you know like not all goals or not all influences it are are a bad thing yeah so, but i guess it depends on do they make you feel worthless because well, you do they make you feel it? do they shame or motivated you? yes yeah. yes so i think shame. i think there is a, a an asterisk there that mm-hmm. your worth never changes but that does not mean you are meant to be a stagnant person. No. Right. So I, right. I think, I think that and, is, yeah. but stagnation, is that a word? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I know I make up my own words. So yes. If unicornication, yeah. Yeah. The unicornication um, says yes. But even, even being stagnant for a period of time, is sometimes the right move for you in your life, depending on your circumstances. So even if you aren't making changes, like, again, that doesn't change your worth. I just don't think you're meant to stay there all the time. So I, sure. 
you know, yeah. I think it depends on who these people are and, and how you feel. Like Emily said, if it, if you feel shame or less than because of these people, probably just get rid of them. If they motivate you to make changes for good reasons, then, you know, yeah. you probably yeah. keep those around. So sure. just yeah. an asterisk in a different direction. Yeah. And I, I want to put, I want to make sure that it's clear that, because I know the three of us understand it, but no one can make you feel anything. Right. You yeah. choose to feel shame. Uh-huh. That is a choice that you have, which is the best news possible, because that means you can choose not to feel shame and have the same scenario happen. Exactly. So yeah. I think we just need to know, like what, how Annie put it, if, if being connected to someone makes it hard for you to control your own thoughts and they lead you to shame. So it's not necessarily if that person makes you feel shame, it's if your thoughts around that person lead Mm -hmm. you to shame. Yeah. Or if your thoughts around that person lead you to motivation. Mm Because I think you're also right, Megan. Sometimes we need what is what one of my uh, psychology professors in college referred to as a two by four to the head (laughs) in order to get out of a delusional tailspin and face reality. And that is never a pleasant experience. You are never going to like that two by four to the head ever. And it may start out as shame and then turn into motivation or guilt. It may start out as guilt and turn into motivation. So there's a tricky tightrope where you have to walk the fine line between being uncomfortable with your realities right, and wanting to do something about it versus feeling shame about your realities. Yes. Well, and, and shame, right. Since we're kind of dissecting it Diving. a little bit, not, yeah. I, I, something's wrong with me versus there's some things in my life I'd like to change. So Correct. the person yes. as himself, the value doesn't change. You could not do anything different in your life and your value is going to be the same. Right. But if you would like to change some things, some behaviors, characteristics, even healthy eating is not a bad thing, right? Healthy, no. that's an air quote there too. But just if you would like to have more energy or have be able to do certain things, like there's nothing, that isn't a bad thing. It's whether or not it's whatever the motivation is, is it out of shame or guilt or whatever. So for body yeah. image, loathing or all those things. Yeah. Yes. I can't love myself until I am this size. Or I won't be happy until I'm this, that my neighbor over there looks so good and she's a size mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. you know, like those, those kinds of things are not healthy thoughts. They're just not, yeah. but being around somebody be like, Oh, she goes hiking every, you know, every other week or every Saturday and she moves her body. And I, I think mm-hmm. that's great. And I would love to be able to move my body more, you know, like I, th- yeah. I think that's a different kind of comparison mm-hmm. and sure. that might be somebody that you can keep around versus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. It, but um, um, it's a tightrope for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it is how much of my own thoughts am I willing to manage? Yeah, <laughs> like right. how can I make my thoughts easier? Mm-hmm. Maybe this yeah. person makes my thoughts real hard and I, I'm just not going to do it. It's not worth it at this moment. And sometimes you can remove that person or that situation for a while until you get in a better headspace and then you can get to a place where you can, they can come back. Okay. So the next point is self-talk. So this, so just kind of take, uh, just kind of be aware of how you're thinking and what you're saying about your body and food. So try to remove right. Unhealthy, healthy, ugly, good, bad, all those kind of things. And think more of at least with food anyway. 
flavor, taste, personal qualities, that kind of stuff. It's really hard to do. Like I said, I really noticed this person lost weight and I wanted to say something, <laughs> but I was like, but I don't want her to think that I'm only caring about her outsides. Right. And that right. I didn't think she was looked amazing before. Right. Yeah. Implying if I just make a comment now after she's lost weight. So yeah. it was a tricky thing. It definitely took me a second. And actually I just didn't say anything. Cause I was like, I don't know what else to say, but it's like, that's a good thing to kind of just watch yourself when you think, Oh, that food's bad for me. I shouldn't have that. It's every, every food has a purpose. Um, and just think about your body. Right. And one thing like, yeah. cause my, my legs are probably my biggest, uh, thing that I'm the most discontent about my body. Hmm. And I heard someone say, um, something about instead of looking at the size, just look, think about the strength that they have. And I am so grateful that I have legs that are strong and can help things I want to do. And so whenever I hear my brain go like, Oh my gosh, those are getting big or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I try to like, look how strong they are. Like, look how much they will help you do or they make you do or whatever support so, you in life. So, so two things in that realm. One was mm-hmm. a little meme of somebody that, you know, I was talking to my daughter and she was trying on these pants and they were pretty tight. And she, or her daughter goes, my legs are too powerful for these pants. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> like it was this little girl. She's like, I'm so powerful. They can't yes. fit in these pants. You know, like it was not I'm fat or they're too tight. Yes. My legs it. are too powerful. Yes. And then the other thing in regards to self-talk is, I don't know if it's in this book or if it was just something that a friend had said is um, when you talk to yourself or think to your, you know, think about yourself, would you say that to Mm -hmm. a little girl? Would you say that to you when you were 10? You know, would you say that to a 10 year old girl? Would you say that to an eight year old girl? Think about your little self. Would you ever say any of these words to to a young child? And the answer is always no. Like, right. It's yeah. always no, you would never say these things. So try to talk to yourself. Yeah, like you would a child as encouraging really? as you would as a child as understanding as forgiving as full of grace, you know, like, these you know, are all things we- matter, right? When they're when you when you see a kid, you're like, I don't care what size you are. <laughs> like, right. I just love you for who you are and what you right. grow up. Yeah. So, I mean, you can think of that about other people mm-hmm. and, you know, try and think about them as little kids, but mostly it's, it's the negative self-talk that women mm-hmm. in particular are real mm-hmm. good at, yeah. but we would never say that to our eight-year-old selves. Sure. We would never. And that, that can be a little switch. Be like, oh, sure. no, no, that, that serves nobody. And it's pretty rude. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one thing that I also love too, is that that's making the assumption, right? In my particular hangup is that a smaller thigh would be better, right? Mm-hmm. That's that making the assumption. And that is not accurate at all. Right. Who, who says that's true, right? That's just right. our culture. And it doesn't mean anything about anybody. And so I always, it's been very good for me to catch myself when I think something like that. I'm like, oh, nope. who said that? That's, that's a, a big fat lie. And then another thing I love too, is I heard, um, is that clothes are in audition for you instead of you trying to fit into clothes, they are trying to fit mm-hmm. your into, lifestyle, into your, yeah, closet, your into your body. So 
Yeah. It's not like, oh my gosh, this clothes doesn't fit me. Something's wrong with me or I need to change. It's that, oh no, you didn't make the cut. So you don't get to, you're not on my body. Like you did not make it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I love it. I love that we are, you know, I just love that. Um, it's a privilege to be on my body, right? Like the clothes, yes. it's, they are yeah. just trying it out and I get to pick and choose which one is going to make the cut instead of, oh, I'm not making the cut because these clothes don't fit me. You know what I mean? Yes. Anyway, Occasionally like- I tell myself, I am actually the ideal body type for a Renaissance paper. Right. <laughs> I, like, I actually I am mainstream Renaissance days. beauty. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, all of those naked women were not yep. thin. Yep. None well, of them they, were. I mean, they were apple shape, which is what I am. They yep. have larger breasts. They have, they definitely have love handles. They were yep. not hourglass at all. Mm-mm. Not no. necessarily big, huge booties, but their bellies were mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, that's that's an interesting thing to think about too, right? In different cultures and what what people are appraising as beauty is very different across the world. So, that just yeah. if anything debunks that a certain size is, is healthy goal, is healthy right. and oh. is the goal. So. Anyway, so that's yeah. all I really have. There's so many tips and tricks out there, obviously, and everybody's got to find what works for them. My goal in this was just hope dislodging and playing with some of the thoughts that just feel natural and feel true and really kind of looking at them and being like, I think that's a big fat lie. Like who's making that decision <laughs> yeah. that, this, that this is healthy or that this is beauty or and then just deciding for yourself, kind of pick and choose the things that make you feel good because you enjoy it, not because you feel like you need it to have value and purpose. Yeah. So, and then use your time and energy instead of focusing on the things you feel are lacking and use it for good. Use it for good to improve yourself, which then will prove your relationships and your workforce and the community. So women especially have so much power and I feel like the beauty industry does not empower us to to really hit our potential. So anyway, right. My little soapbox. Was good. I, I liked it. And clearly we had a lot to talk about because this is going to be one of our longer podcasts. Yeah. And I yeah. think we should keep every word of it because I think it was really yes, I, I think agree. it was an important discussion. So yeah. not all yeah. of them will be this long, but this one is because it's worth yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. So just take take a moment, take a stock of how you're describing your foods, describing yourself, switch big or thick or whatever to powerful right i think that's my I thighs love are too powerful my thighs are too <laughs> powerful so, I hope, yeah well, thanks well, annie that was a really good yeah, discussion yeah. way to start off the new year that's what i thought i thought this would be good to shake it up so all right okay have yeah. a wonderful time in hawaii megan i'm so glad yeah. you guys are doing yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna flaunt my super powerful body in a swimsuit and i'm yes. so great about it <laughs> <laughs> your matching swimsuit your daughter could care less right about the shapes of her body they just want us in the water playing and they oh, just yeah. want matching swimsuits <laughs> she is so excited you guys yeah so darling rory did not say mom can we have a matching dress when mm-hmm. me or you look different yeah mm-hmm. when you lose 30 pounds i want to match a dress with you nope she's exactly. been asking me that for years yeah she, yeah she doesn't care so anyway all good tidbits definitely lots of things to chew on so love you guys all right love okay, you, love you. Bye. okay
Bye. Bye.